0: The Metaphor Mindset is a podcast for artists and creative thinkers, entrepreneurs, and leaders who want to explore ideas around creativity and commerce. Welcome to the Metaphor Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Borg, and this is Episode 10 Time Machine. I don't believe it. It's bigger inside than out. Yes. That's because the TARDIS is dimensionally transcendental. What does that mean? It means that it's bigger inside than out. It's bigger on the inside. This is a line from the British cult sci-fi show, Doctor Who. The TARDIS looks like a blue phone booth on the outside, but when you walk in, it's a huge spaceship. And this is like our brains and our art, too. When you enter a painting, it expands in your brain into color, memory, ideas, feelings. When you enter a poem or a play or a novel, the world inside your head expands, too. So today, I want to talk about time, how time works in art, but also the practical side of how to create a weekly schedule that doesn't overwhelm you, that doesn't feel bigger on the inside. The poet William Carlos Williams once wrote that a poem is a little machine made of words. I believe he was referring to the way words work with each other to create a flywheel or a dynamo of meaning that moves forward and pushes you towards the end of the conveyor belt or the end of the line, the end of the sentence. And it produces a result of feeling, a thought, an idea, an image. So lines of poetry and lines of fiction work in time. They have a beginning, a middle, and an end. You read one word, and then you read the next word, and the next, until you're at the end of the line. Visual art works a little differently. When you look at a painting, you can take in a lot of information at once. You see color, you see shapes, line, an image, a face, a figure. So in this way, I think of poetry and writing as linear, in practice anyway, we read a line and then we read the next, linear. A painting is not linear. It's circular or or some other shape. It's lyrical. Your eye returns to the same place over and over. It's more random. Granted, poems are meant to be read and reread. They are meant to be taken apart with lines and phrases. They often repeat words over and over. They get into a rhythm. So there's a certain element to poetry that is cyclical, rhythmic, musical. But it's just an interesting note that we do read poems one word at a time, usually, and we look at paintings all at once, usually. Poetry happens in time and paintings happen in space. So what is the time-space continuum for art? Apparently, since Einstein, we've realized that time and space move together. But as a maker of poems and a maker of pictures, I find it interesting to think that I can use these two forms differently when I am aware of how time works. I think of time as having three different shapes. Cycles of daytime, nighttime, seasons, the lunar cycles, all make us think about time as a circle, time as kind of a round shape. And then from the Renaissance into the industrial revolution, the way that we think about time shifted from a cycle into a line. Time was no longer just an endless loop that kept repeating. It was more about progress. The progress of culture, the progress of industry. And now, since Einstein really, we think of time totally differently. And time now is shaped like a web. Of course, we have the internet, the World Wide Web. We can reach back in time onto this machine called a computer. We can reach at any point and touch different places in our history we have access to poetry literature art and music from all over the world and from many time periods in all three ways of looking at time whether a circle a line or an arrow moving forward or a web where we can touch different areas of the web time itself is a tool is a concept it's a way of Marking. It's a way of measuring our experience in the world. Because really, time doesn't exist as a circle or as a line or as a web. Time exists everywhere all at once. Time exists in place. So if I put an apple on the counter, the time for that apple is just right there with the apple. Decay happens and it just settles into oxidization and then it falls apart. So there's no cycle really, there's no line, there's no web, it's just in place. So Salvador Dali was inspired by this process. He saw a wheel of camembert cheese sitting and just melting over time. And he used this image to think about clocks and time and then painted the persistence of memory we enter a dream space where time is like a real thing. It's an object. These clocks are melting, and it gives you the feeling like when you're in a dream and time goes back and forth, up and down. It has a very palpable emotional feeling. The past is a tool that my brain uses to understand myself, to understand where it came from, what things I've done in my life, memories, family, ancestors, history, and the future is also a tool. It helps me think about goals, hopes, dreams, what I'm going to do next week, what I'm going to have for dinner. The past and the future as tools can be very useful. So for artists, time can be used as a tool in so many ways. We enter the zone. It feels like time stops. I talked about this in the fear and flow episode. We can utilize that space where we feel like time stops and we can create freely in that space. But sometimes our schedules feel like they're overwhelming. We can't quite find the key that unlocks that door to free-flowing time. So I've a way to look at your schedule that may give you more freedom. I call it the time machine. So every week I do my time machine, which involves me sitting down on a Sunday morning or afternoon. When I feel like I have a little space to relax, I get out my schedule and I lay out three pieces of paper. One is for the past, one is for the future, and the middle one is for the present. On the past piece of paper, I write down anything that I didn't finish from last week. Anything that's kind of nagging at me or something that I keep saying I want to do. And I write that down and I keep making a list. I just think of all the things I want to do that I haven't finished. Before I feel a lot of anxiety, <laughs> I go to the future list. In the future, I keep kind of a running list of all of my goals and I have annual goals and things that I want to do in the far future, in a year, in three years, in five years. It's really good to have this bigger vision. It gives you something to work towards. So on the future list, I write down a few things that I could do right now to help me move towards one of those goals. And then on the present list, the middle sheet of paper, I list all the things that I need to do this week, whether it's pick up the dry cleaning. Who am I kidding? There's no dry cleaning where I live. I live on an island. So that's one thing I never have to put on my list or update my website or write a new piece of content or send an email, get back to someone, finish a painting, go to the post office, whatever it is, all those sort of nuts and bolts activities. And I look at each list. From the past, I look at that list and I really redecide whether I want to do those things. If there's something on there that kept bothering me and I really just don't want to do it, I just cross it off the list. If I do want to finish it, I will decide and recommit and do that first thing schedule it on Monday and get it over with. On the future list, I just choose two things that I wanna do this week that can help me towards a future goal. For instance, finding an application online for a residency or looking up two galleries that might appreciate my work. So I have a couple of things from the past, I have a couple of things from the future, and then I have my present list. And I put all of these things on my schedule. I'm going to do a whole episode on morning routines and how important I think this is for creative artists. I schedule an hour to read every morning, and then I schedule a half an hour to check my email. I schedule on Monday those two things that really needed to get done. On Wednesday, I schedule one of my future tasks, and on Friday, I schedule the other one. And then I take those three pieces of paper and I tear them up. It's so satisfying to cross things out and check them off and tear them up. So that gives me this little dopamine rush, even at the beginning of the week, that I feel like everything is on my schedule. My time machine is complete. My time machine has my back. So I can trust it. I can trust that I've gone through this process. I've looked at everything I need to do. I've scheduled it. I haven't scheduled too much. I try to schedule no more than three big things per week. And lately, I've been scheduling one major thing per day, no more. When I'm done doing my time machine and I've crossed off the sheets of paper and I've torn them up and put them into the recycling bin, then I look at my schedule and I just take it all in and I just go over every day and it really helps me have a feeling of calm that I've chosen everything on my schedule and that my schedule has my back. I hope this process can help you. I've written a more detailed version of this process on my website at metaphormindset.com. If you like this idea of thinking in cycles and circles, and that works for you, then practice that in your meditation. Picture the day starting and the day ending. Picture you being calm and safe within that cycle. Picture all the excitement that will happen within that one day or week or month or moon cycle or quarter or year. If you like to think about time as a line going towards something, that's useful too. You can imagine your goal on the horizon down a path and you can walk towards it just one step at a time. If you like to think about time as a web, picture yourself in the middle of that web and you have the ability to touch the past, to touch the future, to understand all the vibrations and feel everything resonating in you and in your work. So this brings me to the final point that time is a tool for your creativity. You can enter the flow, you can enter the zone, you can use the key that you create to think about time as a cycle, time as a line, time as an arrow or a web. You can use your time machine schedule every week to feel more calm, to feel like your schedule has your back. I hope that this discussion of time has helped you feel grounded and approach your next week with courage and self-love. Thanks everyone and have a courageously creative week. If you're an artist who wants to sell and market your work more effectively, join us in the Metaphor Mindset Studio. An online program for artists who want to love their business as much as they love their art. Metaphor Mindset Studio. Think like an artist. Work like a boss.